0: What's going on everybody? Brant Boersma here. Welcome to the Scoop Flow podcast. Holy smokes. It has been a minute. Uh, a lot of time has passed. But we're back. We're here. We're now. It's July 2020. Who knows? By the time this gets out there, you know, you'll be in the future. You'll tell me how it went. Oh, man. What an interesting year. You know, right now, we would be in the the neck of doing events, you know, and, and putting things on where we get to celebrate life and enjoy each other's time. And so, I wanted to say thank you for giving me that opportunity. Uh, what a fun, radical time, and what a great time. So reflecting on all of that, um, I thought I'd kind of check in and catch up on what's going on now, um, where I'm at right now in the month of July, uh, the year 2020. First thing I'm doing is actually building out a studio. So Scoop Studios is right now in construction. Um, I. uh, You could, uh, if you wanted, go on uh, Instagram and follow it. It's just, uh, I think it's scoopflow.studios. With the little at thing in front. The at mark. The A with the long tail. and just swirls around. It's like the comforting A. The self-loving A. And that's where... (laughs) Uh, At Scoop Dot Studios. Uh, anyhow, and I'll try to keep it updated. It's um, it's really slow, you know. I've gotten to a place. I've been working with a company out of New York, Crossley Acoustics. They've been f- rad, and uh, my good friend Paul up north, and um, we've been putting together just the equipment list. And this thing has just evolved. Initially, what it was, the initial plan, honestly, was to turn above the garage into just like an, uh, well, I guess if you go far back enough, it was going to be like an apartment, you know, um, we're just going to build it out, make it nice in there. Um, and this is a detached garage from my house. And so it um, kind of slowly evolved. And then I thought, Oh man, this would be really cool to do a podcast station here. And, uh, that idea kind of started chewing on that and playing on that. Cause gosh, uh, (laughs) I mean the Lord knows I love to speak, you know, I love talking, I can't help it. So that then kind of evolved in like, how do you make this as, as clean and pure audio as possible? And, and what could you do to make this place a really cool space? And so we kind of have been working on turning it into really a recording studio, you know, um, with the hopes of working on it with musicians, um, and producers to just record albums and, um, do voiceover work, do audio books. Um, and then really, you know, the one thing I, I know how to do, I guess I already, it's so simple anyways, is just podcasting. And so Scoop Flow Studios and, uh, you know, as this time get, moves on and it starts to evolve and get better, this is where that will live. I'll be doing it out of that space. So you won't hear the beauty of these, you know, vacuum cleaners or, stomping or water heaters or any of that nonsense you'll just hear my beautiful voice and i feel like i am talking a little deep i can't help it sometimes i just get nostalgic but yeah you know so we got the studios in the works i'm really excited for that it's happening it's moving um and then you know the next thing from there um is to just kind of further uh develop out scoop flow as a whole i'm working on the Really, uh, Scoopflow Creative House, and that's something that really encompasses multiple uh, things, such as the Scoopflow Studios. So, Scoopflow as a whole, man, that's what I'm going for. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just fun and it's cool, and I'm getting to play a little bit with these dreams that I've been building on for the last uh, nearly decade. I just am a fan of communication and how to translate things, Uh, because, you know, everybody hears differently, you know, we all, we all learn differently, whether about ourselves or the world as a whole, but, you know, whether it's through music, through art, uh, through videos, I just want to have a medium where I can help communicate ideas and thoughts to the world, because I like doing that, so, yeah. That's kinda where I'm at, you know, nothing too crazy, nothing too wild. Um been working on a I I've been writing poetry like crazy, and so one of the um pillars that I kind of am working on building out is Scoopflow productions. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I feel like this these are all like out there, right? Like these are all crazy ideas, but I'm like, okay. Well, if they're out there and crazy, what's the first step I have to do to go towards those things? And that's kind of where I'm at. That's what I'm working on. So I've been writing poetry. Um, one of the ideas is I I want to someday, I want to write a book, you know, um, let me, let me back it up. I remember always wanting my dad to write a book. Uh, his, his life was so incredible. Um, he was just an amazing dude. And, uh, the way that he carried himself the way that he loved on people all that stuff um just so cool and i remember just like dad and everything go- growing with dutch bros it was like man like you've got to you've got to document this you know from the dairy farm to dairy queen to dutch bros coffee you know like he he did all kinds of different stuff He was in real estate he just did all these weird random things and but he was just a, such an incredible human And, uh, you know, unfortunately he, he, you know, um, never got the opportunity, uh, or never, never took the time to do it. Um, we definitely have some cool audio recordings that, um, are just rad and, um, we love them and, and value them, you know, in a huge way and, and I have some of his journals that I treasure, you know, I mean, you know, uh, um, he's just had some incredible thoughts, and he actually just acted upon a lot of those things, and uh, even from there, you know, like wanting Trav to write a book like crazy, and so kind of coming to this place where I'm like, I'm just, I I want all these people to write books, so maybe I just need, that means I should, you know, and so I want to write a book someday, and that someday is not anywhere near now, You know, I I don't, uh, I want to have the freedom, uh, to do it and, uh, not the freedom, but the, the time I want to be able to want to spend the time on it. And, uh, right now, if I want to spend that much time on stuff, I'd rather just talk. I someday want to write a book. And if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to take the time. I'm going to do all that stuff. I'm just going to publish it myself. So with that in mind, I'm like, well, why not then? figure out how to do that and, and not do it. I can do it now. That way, by the time I write my own book, I'll have it kind of figured out. Hopefully, you know, always something to learn. So the idea is to do a poetry book. Um, and I'm going to be combining it though. I'm going to do a poetry art book. So, uh, Ryan Moon, uh, we had him at our coach event in 2019. It was rad. And Uh, he came and uh, was doing some live painting. It was just, he's an amazing artist, painter that I really uh, am fond of. And so with his art, um, he's interpreting some poems that I'm writing. So putting it all together and then publishing out and putting out this cool poetry art book. Now, there's a lot to it. I'm not going to get into it right now about the depth of what that means and what that looks like, how I want it to feel. I mean, going going into all that stuff is just, um, there's a lot to it, and uh, I'll save you, I'll save that for a different time, but working on that, that lives under this ScoopFlow umbrella, it's, it's kind of one of the legs that this table of ScoopFlow stands on, um, so this publishing piece, the recording piece, um, you know, and, and honestly, the, the event space piece, um, and that'll come, that'll come, later you know that'll be something that you know we we've still got uh a lot to do but you know whether it's doing art shows or um doing you know book readings doing just concerts whatever it is you know uh i'm excited for that event world to come back um, i'm hopeful but anyhow holy smoke so you know there's a lot going on there's a lot of fun um and I'm learning a lot. Um, I'm kind of excited to get an understanding of audio engineering a little bit and just uh, how to control a uh, studio and kind of how to best uh, utilize the room, that kind of thing. Um, I'm excited to actually start podcasting here and getting that up and running again and just having people to rap with. I enjoy it. I feel like I have a little more time on my hands now, so it's kind of nice. I, uh, I'm i in a good spot. I... Uh, am uh, excited for a lot of cool things coming down the pipeline. Hope that you guys uh, stay excited out there. (laughs) Stay excited. I don't know what that means. I'll, I'll leave you with this. The reasoning I'm in my basement right now is because I've been for the last month or so, it's been a bit, maybe longer, maybe the last two months, I've been organizing my comic collection now my comic collection is massive it is huge it's um literally i started reading uh comics i think it was in 1989 1989 you know i mean now true story well i can i can maybe look it up here let's see here i'm on my phone as well so um 1989 So, oh, October 1st, 1989. That's when it came out. Holy smokes. Okay. So, the very first comic I ever bought was Uncanny X-Men 250 um, from late October. So, October 1st, actually, is when it was published. Um, uh, Well, when it was released into the wild. October 1st, 1989. That would have put me roughly at 8. And a half years old. If you want to get crazy, eight and a eight and two fifths years old. I was eight, okay, and that was my first comic. I was with my cousin Jason. We went to a place. Um, if you are from Grants Pass, it's actually. Currently, where Taaria is, and that 's why I love Taiya so much. It was the original birthing place location of the very first time I ever read a comic and so I read that comic book oh so many times I actually still have the uh, that original comic um, it is it 's got <laughs> it 's got electrical tape holding some of the pages together um, it 's just beat to Schnards, but I read that thing over and over and over on the floor of our mobile home. Just on the dairy back at, uh, you know, 4611 Upper River Road. Yeah, current uh, place of, current dwelling of Dutch Creek Golf Course. Anyhow, yeah, I actually have that comic still signed by the writer. His name's Chris Claremont. The artist, Mark Silvestri. And the man himself, Stan Lee. The first time I ever met Stan Lee. I brought the very first comic I ever read, ever bought. And I had him sign it and you know, it's funny. He handed it to me back and his thumb went right on his last name and you can, and it left like a perfect thumbprint, um, on it, which is kind of cool. Like it, like you can see it, I don't know, whatever. I'm into that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got Stan the Manly. I've got Stan the Manly's thumbprint on the very first comic book I ever read. I would have, you know, loved to have opportunity to have dinner with that guy and just talk to him and and listen and learn. Anyhow, from that point on, I have bought, I have, I have, have, from that beautiful October of 1989 to now, there have been thousands of comics that I've purchased. So when, uh, you know, we we're stuck here in our homes, I thought, suck, I'm gonna, it's a project I'm gonna work on. So I started uh, org- organizing my comic books in the basement, and I've been alphabetizing them. Now I only do it for an hour here and there, and, um, a lot of times I'll come in late at night. I uh, Amber will go to bed. I'll come in downstairs into the basement and just start organizing comics. The problem here is that why it's taken so long. You see, is I'm going through these comics that I've grown up with. You know, I've no, and so as I'm putting them together, I'll see an issue and be like, "Oh my gosh!" I. I've got to read this, you know, like, hold, I forgot about this one. You know, there's so many just cool stories. Um, uh, I just, I'm a huge comic nerd. And so that's why I'm in the basement. Um, I've been working through this comic collection and I, and I have it, I want to say literally I have about 98% of them in alphabetical order. I do have a small, um, side, like project that I'm kind of working on of, of just comics of greater value. Right. And so they're not in the order of things, but I need to kind of go through that as well. Cause there's some that are just like, not really that valuable. And then there's others that are worth literally hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, okay, I got to separate the ones that are worth 600 bucks from the ones that are worth $5. You know what I mean? So Anyways, there's a whole other process i got to go through, but I tell you what, I've really been enjoying it. It's been a fun time. It's made me nostalgic and appreciative, and uh, I really uh, have uh, enjoyed this basement, and so <laughs> why not just do a little shout out and a hello, hello, hello to all my friends out there from this beautiful basement at the Borsma House, Rose more you heard it here first scoop flow podcast welcome back friends who yes let's go ready to roll holy smokes guys uh a lot of fun things coming down the pipeline and i will make sure to drag you along with me <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. all right um uh last few things here though is the things that i miss the most are as follows one disneyland Okay, I'm sorry. I miss Disneyland. It is one of my most favorite, by far, places to. It is the the most magical. It's the friend. What that? It is the happiest place on earth. But it's because it's literally pulsing with magic. It's literally got magic flowing through its veins. It's beautiful. I love Disneyland beyond anything. It is. Ugh. I miss that. I'm just going there and just walking around, buying pins, eating churros, riding on Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, pirates is my jam. Um, going on Haunted Mansion. Gosh, like I would just love to do the back-to-back Haunted Mansion Pirates. I go Pirates first, obviously. When you get to the park, first ride you go to after you get your fast passes. Oh, get the app. Okay, go on the app and then just buy the max pass for the day. Okay, it's worth it. Um, if you're a um Annual pass holder, you have the Max Pass. It comes with the annual passes, I believe. It's just an add on you can buy. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on any of that. But I will say this the Max Pass is worth it. So you get all your fast passes on the phone. Boom, it's there, done. Then you head right to Pirates of the Caribbean. At Pirates of the Caribbean, boom, you wait in line. Usually not very long, especially if it's the first ride you go to. Um, and that's why I go there first because it, it, it it's not as packed you know later in the day pirates gets like long lines and so when you go there first out of the gates boom get it done with uh while you're there it, it depends on the season it depends on the season because sometimes you know if it's like christmas time or around halloween haunted mansion is packed and so the first usually if you get a fast pass right when you get there you get haunted mansion first fast pass you get because it's you know the time is good you know it's it's going to be early you know and so so then by the time you're done with pirates you just jump in the fast pass lane for haunted mansion and it's money and those two that so that experience right there is something i miss going getting those dialed in walking through the gates w- i mean walking through like downtown disney seeing everything kind of just coming to life going through the check in and through the front gate there and then you're in the land of disney you're in disney's world you know like you're in someone's mind you're just in there with these characters and and creations and smells and sounds and sights and it's just dope <laughs> You go on pirates, you go on haunted mansion, and you are just drenched in the magic. It's just an awesome, awesome time. I miss that. Second thing I miss is honestly going to the movie theater. I miss going to see movies, dude. I miss it, and even though I didn't go to a lot, you know, but I would usually will go with uh, a couple of buddies. You know, Shane. Shane Tappan, if you don't know Shane Tappan, um, you can hear him ramble like this, I suppose, <laughs> at, uh, Tapped In on his own podcast, but, uh, Shane and, and Mark, my cousin, Mark Berry, Mark Berriota, um, and Gavin and, you know, whoever, like, but, um, going to a late night showing of, of whatever movie, and then afterwards we'd, we go so we go to Tinseltown, um, you know, because here in Grants Pass, you can't, you can't. We need to figure that buying the seats in theaters, buying the actual seat right on your ticket, like reserving the spot, is the it's just the greatest thing ever they don't have it in Grants Pass i it's a it's a mind blow they don't have it so we always do it in Medford we go to Tinseltown so it's great drive over there go to the movie have your reserved seat it's all good then afterwards we go to in and out and you just have a burger and fries and it's late and it's we're just talking about doing a review of the movie you know and a lot of times we record it just cuz and but we don't ever do i don't ever do anything with those recordings but Maybe I should post some up. I could. Uh, I should post some of those up. I have the recordings. These are from the past. So, um, anyhow, yeah, I miss I miss going to movies with my buddies, uh, or even going to movies with Amber Rose, my beautiful bride. You know, I love going on a date with her and and uh, you know buying popcorn and holding hands and watching uh, some, something scary or something fun. I think the last one we watched was Invisible Man. I think. Um, anyways, I miss the movies. You know, another thing I really miss is, is concerts, man. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. One of the last great concert experiences I got to have was in November, went to, um, the black keys and modest mouse open forum, um some other, and another band opened for before them but i don't remember i'm su- super sorry um but uh modest mouse was awesome they did great i and i'm not a big modest mouse fan fan you know like but it was just uh, so good and smooth and there was like maybe maybe a song that i knew of theirs you know but uh it was great their whole show was great but black keys got on and holy smokes. So you, the thing is, this is that we had very front row tickets. We were in the very front row. And so since we were in the very front row, I mean, it the, the, the energy, like literally like may, maybe 10 feet in front of me was a drummer just going bananas. Now, listen, I'm not a huge and t- crazy black keys fan. Okay. Um, I have a, a few of their songs on playlists of mine, you know, like go-to playlists that I have, but, um, I don't know their names off the top of my head that I'm not that big of a fan. Right. Um, uh, but my wife is like, she loves them. She, and I and she might not even be able to tell you their names either. You know, she just loves their music. And, and so, uh, getting these tickets, it was awesome getting to go. We got to go with our best friends, Amber and Nate, and they were, it was radical. And, uh, watching the show now I had shaven into my beard one of the things that I've liked to do is change up how I look if you know me you'll know that I like to do that but I had a I had I a had handlebar mustache going on you know and uh and I don't know I just like I like to believe that it was kind of like you know if you can imagine this handlebar must this handlebar mustache you know on my face imagine if I just tilt my chin up right and all of a sudden it's just a magnet, and just, so I think that's what goes on, when you have this, these, this kind of big mustache that goes all the way down past your mouth, onto your chin, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's magnetic to the eye, you know, you can't help but to, and the drummer, you know, right before um, their uh, encore, right before they take their first break, you know, boom, they finish, <laughs> done, uh, they go out to go, and they go bow, and he he looks over, and I look at him, and we make eye contact, and I nod, and he whew, tosses me his drumstick, bam, man, my, my, my handlebar mustache worked magic, it just worked its magnetic magic, magic, baby, and he just... And he saw me, he was like, oh, what's up, brother? And I was like, hey, bro, I like your drumming. This is all like body language with my eyes. Hey, bro, I like your drumming. That was uh, un- super dope. And I, and I kind of like look down, I see his, his drumstick, and I look back up and I nod. Like, yeah, I'll take that if you're going to toss that out because you were freaking fantastic. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, thanks. Whew. You know, and that's what I imagined went through his head. Was, yeah tosses me it it does the spinny kind of it was like he did it was like almost like he was tossing a cornhole bag he was just like a little backhand flick and I just and I caught it I didn't drop it it didn't bounce around I caught it clean catch like Calvin Johnson you know what I mean just and it was like oh and I was like yeah and then I pointed it at him pointed it and it was like yeah and it was like no way then After the concert was over, a guy comes running down, goes up to the front there, and he goes up to the guy, uh, or go, concert's over, (sighs) gosh, okay, I got excited, okay, concert's over, everything lights come on, they're starting to clear the stage, a guy comes running down the aisle, and comes up right next to me, and he's like, hey, hey, he's talking to one of the workers back there, he's like, hey man, can I get one of those, uh, can I get the song list back there? And the guy's like, oh, let me go see. And I was like, hey, man, if there's another one, I'll take it. And he goes back, boof, boof, crap, comes back, gives the one dude one, hands me another. So I get a, I got the the song, the set list. I have the, I'm calling it a song list. I have the set list, dude, from this. I have the drumstick. I have the set list. So what I did is I actually went and got, um, they, I had tried to earlier buy one of the posters that was, you know, one of the, uh, concert poster, you know, uh, from the show and uh, it was sold out. And so I went online and ended up buying one, got one online. I took it. I took that. I took the drumstick. I took the set list and I took our tickets. I had it all framed and it looks so sick. And I love it cause I can look at it and it takes me back to that night. And it's like, that was sick. And I miss going to concerts. <laughs> oh man. Um, my my friend Amber asks if, which is, by the way, my wife's name is Amber, her best friend's name is Amber, and so my wife's best friend Amber asked us if if we could go see anybody in concert, who would you go see? And uh, my first choice would, was, my first initial thought was John Bellion, because the dude is a sa the guy's a savage, he's just an incredible, just an, an amazing, so I said John Bellion, and I was like, dude, the guy, I would just love to go see him, he just has so much energy, so, so good, um, but uh, also now, now forgive me, John, but I started thinking more about it, and uh, I thought about if I could only go see one more concert, I'd want to go with Taya, my oldest kiddo, and I would want to take all the kids and I would want to go see Coldplay um, because they just know all their music and they know all that stuff. And I think it would just be a mind blow now. Um, my uh, youngest has gotten to see John Bellion. Uh, she was at Coachella last year and, and Presley, actually, my younger two. They didn't go to the John Bellion show. So maybe, I mean, it's a toss up, you know, but I, uh, I'm excited to uh, someday go back to concerts, man. I don't know. Those are the three big things that I miss the most. Anyhow, got a lot of fun stuff coming out that I'm really excited to to share. Um, I love creativity and I love creating, so I can't help it. Um, so I want to keep pursuing that. Uh, so yeah, Scoop Flow is, uh, is back. Fun times. So, all right, until next time. Peace. <laughs>